Incoming facts from Stadium and Gale. Welcome back to Facts Only after a long hiatus. Uh, Facts Only recruiting podcast brought to you by Stadium and Gale. Uh, I am Connor Clark uh, with my co-host over here, Nick. Nick, introduce yourself, sir. Hey, guys. My name is Nick Marcinko. I uh, am a University of Florida graduate, recent graduate, and I'm excited to uh, get going on this podcast, uh, inform you guys about some recruiting details, and also uh, hear from you guys as well. Awesome, man. Nick, glad to have you on on the podcast with us as a co-host. Really excited about what we've got going on here on Facts Only. Um, Right now, we're going to bring out a little bit of a month overview for the month of March. Obviously, March is a jam-packed month with the dead period opening back up. Florida has a whole host of prospects that are going to be on campus throughout the month. Um, As of right now, you're looking at about 50 prospects that have already scheduled visits with the University of Florida. Um, Some of them have dates, others are tentative based on what their schooling and their uh, spring break looks like, Um, but obviously that's going to increase over the course of the month. More kids are going to pop up on campus. Uh, Just to kind of give you an idea of the biggest days in March, March 5th is going to be probably the biggest visit day we have right now. Uh, About 20 prospects will be on campus, including quite a few from IMG Academy, a school that Billy Napier has prioritized since he's got to Florida um, and a school that Florida has, has really struggled to recruit at until Billy Napier came along. Um, But we're going to kind of highlight a couple of prospects that are going to be on campus uh, here soon. uh, And starting with Nick, go ahead and uh, take it away, sir. Yeah. So one of the first guys we're going to see on campus is going to be Trey on web. We're going to see him March 3rd. It looks like that's going to be a Thursday. Uh, you know, Webb checks out at 6'1", 205 pounds. He's a, he's a bigger guy. Uh, he displays he displays good vision. Um, he's from Jacksonville, Trinity Christian Academy. Uh, a couple of key notes here is that his cousin played for the University of Florida in 2003, Ed White, and uh, his grandfather also played for FSU back in the day. So there's some uh, key notes there to look out for. I'm really excited to get him on campus. I think uh, running backs are um, – I, w- I'm not, I don't want to call him a need in this class, but it's something that I always like to bring in at least one running back or look for one running back in each class, just because I think it's the most injury p- prone position in football. Uh, and you can never have too many solid running backs, especially the way Billy Napier runs his current offense with uh, uh, sev- using several key running backs. So I think that that's going to be an important position. Absolutely, man. Trey on Webb, uh, obviously, like you said, the cousin of D Webb, former Florida Gators defensive back, uh, a kid that's got every offer in the book, um, somebody that Florida is prioritizing quite a bit from uh, Jacksonville Trinity Christian High School. Um, another prospect that we're going to highlight here is uh, Cormani McLean, uh, number one cornerback in the country, obviously somebody that everybody in the country is after. Uh, one of the most versatile prospects could play both offense or defense at a high level. Um, he does have a visit set for the University of Florida midway through the month of March. Um, and an interesting connection there, I'm sure several of you uh, that are listening have heard this, but his high school coach now, uh, Coach Barfield, worked with Coach Napier at Louisiana before taking the head coaching job at Lake Gibson High School. So there is a good connection there. Uh, obviously, a lot of the timeline saw the 
happy birthday video that Florida sent over to Cormani. Big, uh, big priority there. Cormani is, in my opinion, probably the best prospect in the country of the 2023 class. I might be a little biased being a Florida guy, um, but he's somebody that is a, a huge priority for Florida. He will be on campus in the month of March, and they'll do everything they can to get him uh, throughout the course of the recruiting process. Yeah, and I think one, uh, you look at his statistics from his high school career so far, he had nine interceptions in 2020 and 10 more in 2021. That's uh, 19 interceptions in his last two seasons before his senior year, which is crazy impressive. Uh, and, you know, FSU is also expected to be in the mix for uh, for Cromani McLean here. But uh, I think, you know, you look at so many of these young, you know, recruits and their moms tend to have a lot of influence on on where they go to school. And, 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 I, and I think that that bodes well for Florida because it seems to me like his mom uh, likes Billy Napier, likes his staff and likes the University of Florida. So I think that that's another uh, key point. Uh, obviously, he played high school uh, football with FSU Sam McCall, but like then again, you know, the moms tend to have a lot of power in this scenario. So uh, uh, I like where Florida stands right now with him. Absolutely. Uh, and Nick, you had another prospect that you in particular wanted to, wanted to mention? Yeah, I wanted to mention Tony Mitchell. Uh, he's another five-star corner. There are a ton of cornerbacks in this class that the University of Florida can grab, and they, they seem to be in a mix for the majority of them, um, and they are they are really, really good. So Tony Mitchell is originally from Florida, uh, plays high, but he plays high school football in Alabama. Uh, but he has mentioned that he has interest uh, playing in front of his family, his friends. So I think that, you know, Florida stands well, stands pretty good with him as well. Uh, he wants to play in front of his family and friends that still live in Florida. Uh, and he does have a good relationship with the current staff. They have been on him uh, since they got there. So I think that's a very intriguing prospect. He's a very highly rated uh, cornerback. So, And just to kind of keep with the theme, theme of cornerbacks, uh, the next prospect we're going to highlight here is five-star cornerback A.J. Harris. Uh, A.J. is another prospect from the state of Alabama. Uh, he goes to Central High School. And he is someone that has been very vocal about his uh, his intrigue and his like for the University of Florida, and more specifically, Coach Corey Raymond. Uh, he's already visited campus once in the month of uh, in January, and he's set to return again in March. Uh, initially, he was pro uh, projected to be visiting on March 5th, but decided to change that visit to the 19th. Uh, when Florida is going through spring practice because he said he wanted to see Coach Raymond in his quote-unquote natural habitat, uh, just coaching up the DBs, which I think is a great sign for Florida that the young man wants to get on campus and see what would be possibly his future position coach working with the DBs. Um, and there is kind of some buzz going on that Florida and Clemson have kind of separated themselves a little bit uh, from the rest of the pack, and I think Florida sits in a very good spot for him. Uh, quite frankly, I think if Florida pushes all the right buttons on that March visit, uh, I think he's a prospect that could commit to Florida uh, before the spring is over. Yeah, I think one of the most intriguing things about A.J. Harris is he has ideal size you're looking for in a cornerback. He sits at 6'1", 180 pounds. Um, so I just think from that aspect, he's a little bit heavier than Cormani McLean. Uh, and, you know, he he should have the size and, and the speed to jump right in and, and make a serious impact if he were to choose the Gators. Another thing is he is uh, visiting Florida on the same day as Cormani McLean. So that's another key note there. Absolutely. And uh, Coach Corey Raymond has been very 
uh, very friendly with taller, lankier cornerbacks. He's recruited them very well at, at LSU when he was over there. And now at Florida, obviously, every one of these kids that we've mentioned are six one or taller at the cornerback position, something that he really likes to work with because he likes to do a lot of press man and uh, alter receivers at the line of scrimmage. All right, guys, well, we're going to switch over to a couple of prospects to keep an eye on uh, over the month of March. Uh, all of these people, all of these prospects have visits scheduled with Florida um, on a select date. Uh, we're going to start with Eugene Wilson, uh, wide receiver from Gaither High School. He uh, is actually visiting on March 1st, so he will be on campus. Uh, labeled Florida as his dream school when speaking to several people uh, after receiving the offer from Coach uh, Kerry Colbert and is the actually the former team, high school teammate of current Florida Gator DB Jordan Young. Eugene Wilson stands only about 5'10", 165 to 170 pounds. Uh, but quick twitch and extremely, extremely explosive. Something that I think Florida's wide receiver room is missing right now is that quick twitch uh, wide receiver out of the slot that has the ability to separate. Right now, uh, they have a lot of what I, what I like to call trees, six two, six three or taller guys that can go up and get the ball, but you don't have that Kadarius Tony type out of the slot that can really create separation and make a quarterback's life a lot easier. And Eugene Wilson is exactly that, and I expect them to to fully go all in on him when he gets on campus here March 1st. Um, and I think he's a prospect that because he labeled Florida as his dream school and he's from such a Gator-friendly area in, in Tampa, I think he's a prospect that uh, if Florida does things the right way and, and really impresses him on his visit, I think he's a prospect that uh, could be in line to make an early spring commitment. Yeah, I think uh, I just think you know, you mentioned having having that you know, kind of shiftier, speedier wide receiver. I think that's a uh, has to be an important part of this class because you know we need someone that we can get the ball in their hands and they can make a play. You know, yards after catch is something that I think, like you said, uh, maybe this receiver class right now is missing. So I think if we can really get a guy who can rack up the yards after catch, that could be a, a huge asset to this class. Absolutely. Uh, next prospect I want to talk about, another cornerback is going to be Sharif Denson uh, from Jacksonville. He's from Bartram Trail High School. Sharif has a visit scheduled with Florida for March 3rd. Um, both of his parents actually went to the University of Florida, had high interest early on when Florida offered him under the previous staff. Uh, for a while, he wasn't really hearing from Coach Napier and their staff, but after National Signing Day, they really turned up the heat on him. Uh, he's a prospect that really likes the University of Florida. He's a little smaller. I think he fits in more of, of a nickel slot corner at about 5'11", 170 pounds or so. Uh, really quick twitch. I've actually had the opportunity to see him in person several times. Um, and he's a prospect that's really smooth, does a great job of maintaining leverage on the inside, which is very hard to do in the slot. Uh, Florida's really struggled at star or slot corner spot since Chauncey Gardner-Johnson left. Um, and I think Sharif Denson is somebody that can really improve that position and is somebody that I think Florida's coaching staff is very high on. I know Coach Napier has been talking to him a good bit, um, and he said he wants to get on campus, really see how things go, and really get the opportunity to talk to Coach Raymond a little bit more as well. And then uh, we're going to move over to the trenches on a couple other prospects. Um, 
first one is going to be actually a prospect that's currently committed to another university. That's going to be Keon Keeley. Uh, he has a visit scheduled for March 5th. He is a Notre Dame commit, uh, a prospect that visited for the Alabama game under the previous staff. And when he walked away from that game, uh, he walked away extremely impressed, spoke extremely highly of the University of Florida. Um, and quite frankly, he spoke extremely highly while being committed. So it's kind of signaled to me that he's got a lot of interest in the University of Florida. Academics are extremely important for this young man. Obviously, you can see that with his commitment to Notre Dame. But he is someone that was just ranked uh, on on three's new ranking as the number three prospect in the country. He's a consensus five star uh, and is somebody that I think if Florida could get him in early and flip him from from Notre Dame, he's a prospect that you can really build your class around as a cornerstone. Stands at about six foot five, six foot six, 230 to 240 pounds, depending on what site you're looking at. But he's a prospect that is extremely explosive off the edge at that size and can really get after it. Uh, Nick, we've got uh, Derek LeBlanc uh, and Kenesia Harris. If you want to break down those guys a little bit, uh, just when their visits are coming and uh, what you think Florida's chances are with those guys. Yeah, no problem. So Derek LeBlanc is a 6'4", 270-pound defensive lineman out of uh, Osceola High School, which is in Kissimmee. Uh, he's a top 100 national player. Um, and I'm uh, he was actually one of the guys I was able to uh, – to, to watch his film uh, and he, he was able to play with leverage for how big he was, which was, which was something that I was, you know, and I'm not an expert uh, evaluator before I get uh, called out, but uh, his tape did really impress me. He played with leverage. He was fast. He was quick. He got to the quarterback. So, uh, you know, he's something I'm really excited about. Um, he's visiting March 5th uh, and he was, he would, he made it to Gainesville for multiple games, uh, last year. And another thing was he was reported, uh, out of the, out of contention for, for his recruitment, um, until the new staff came in and the new staff has completely made him a priority. So, um, he's definitely a guy to look out for uh, a possible commitment soon. Awesome. Yeah. I know, um, for a while he was considered a, an Ohio state lean, even though he visited for, I'd say probably about three or four games last year. So for the new staff to come in and and make him a priority and really flip the script on that one says a lot about their, their ability to recruit and how, how they get after it on the trail, not just um, the position coaches, but coach Napier as well. Cause I know he's a big part of, of LeBlanc's recruitment. Awesome, man. And then uh, we've got, I think the last prospect we have just to kind of keep an eye on for the month of March is Kenesia Harris from IMG Academy. Uh, Nick, if you want to give us a little bit more information about him as well. Uh, yeah, no problem. So he's, yeah, he's, uh, he's visiting March 5th. He's from IMG Academy. And I, I stress this every class, but I think it's, it's even more important. This class is to keep the IMG uh, Academy connection strong. Uh, we, we've kind of saw it, you know, we kind of lost it over the last years with the last couple of head coaches, but it seems like Billy Napier wants to get back into IMG Academy, wants to be successful recruiting there. And I think that that is important, not only for this cycle, but for cycles down the road. I think the IMG Academy, they always produce top level athletes uh, across all sports. So having a connection there with football is huge. 
this staff in particular is pushing for Harris, uh, and they're definitely making him a priority. So I'm I'm super excited about the outside linebacker uh, or the inside linebacker or sorry, offensive lineman, because um, that's always a, a a need every class. Absolutely, and uh, those are just a few prospects that we wanted to highlight um, that we think Florida stands in a good spot for at this time. Obviously, there are a bunch of prospects, like we said, that'll be on campus over the next month uh, that are going to be visiting. And there could be multiple prospects that visit a couple times over the month of March. Uh, it's a it's a long and a busy month for recruiting. Obviously, Florida's a little bit behind the eight ball with only one commit right now for the 2023 class, where other classes typically at this point in the process have quite a few prospects committed. Um, so they're going to have to make up some ground. But it's a, it doesn't seem like it's a task that is, is too tall for these guys. They've made a lot of progress with a lot of these prospects over the course of, what is it, the uh, four and a half months or so that they've been on campus. Um, and you can really tell that they're making an emphasis on getting elite guys on the outside for defense and offense. Uh, also in the trenches, like we've mentioned guys like Keon Keeley, Derek LeBlanc, Kenesia Harris, uh, John Walker's another one that goes to high school with Derek LeBlanc, a defensive tackle uh, that'll be on campus in the month of March. All of these guys are extremely important, extremely well thought of, not just by other coaches in the country, but by recruiting services, all that. And there's so many names that are going to be on campus that we really can't get into all of them. Um, but they're doing a fantastic job of making sure that they reach out to these kids, get in touch with them, get them on campus, and then kind of take it from there. And it's really a testament to how well they recruit, but really more of their their relationship building. Uh, a lot of these kids, and I spec, I, I'll speak specifically on Eugene Wilson, where he said, listen, I'm not really worried about the whole recruiting process. I'm more worried about building relationships with these guys at the colleges that I could possibly see myself going to. And that's the biggest thing with a lot of these kids is making sure you build that relationship so that in today's day and age with the transfer portal, say, say you don't get somebody, uh, but you came in second or third for them, you still have that established relationship where you can get them down the line in the transfer portal. I know a lot of people don't really want to hear that, um, because you want to have an elite recruiting class like the Georgias, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, and Florida definitely needs to get to that level here, if not in this class, in the next class. Uh, but I think we're seeing a lot of a lot of positives in the right direction from this staff. I'm excited to see all these kids get on campus, and I'm excited to talk to them afterwards and see how those visits went and, and what the impressions were uh, about not just the coaches, but also how well they reciprocate with the parents, how well uh, they do on touring these kids around campus. Because as we all know, Billy Napier said he was building an army and he did exactly that with over 50 hires made, a lot of lot of holes filled. So we'll see how things go. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the month of March. It should be an exciting time, uh, not just to cover recruiting, but uh, as a Florida fan to follow recruiting. Yeah, absolutely. I've uh, I've been saying the last couple of weeks that recruiting seems seems fun again. Um, it just seems like with these with these this army that Billy Napier has built that we aren't ever out of a recruit. The University of Florida is never, you know, out of a of a possible commitment. Um, whereas in years past, it seems like you know we see a five star guy and just say, oh, there's no way we can get uh, we can pull him. But it seems like with this new staff, there's never. 
there's always a chance. There's always a chance that we can get this guy on campus. And once you get, uh, get him on campus, it's, uh, anything could happen. So I'm, I'm super excited. It's going to be a great month. Um, and a lot of things will change. A lot of things will, there'll be new recruits added. Some recruits will, will, you know, kind of fall out of contention, but, uh, it's going to be one, uh, great month and uh, I'm excited to, to cover it with you guys. Absolutely, man. Thank you for coming on and helping us out, man. We look forward to doing a lot more of these shows. Hopefully we'll be doing a lot of pop-up shows because we plan on doing a couple of those when uh, Florida gets some commits. So uh, we'll be doing film reviews, uh, position breakdown, stuff like that as things continue to progress over the month of March and, and on into towards early signing day. So we're, we're excited to talk a little bit more about recruiting, bring you a little bit more insight on what the Florida Gators are doing and where they stand with a lot of these kids. Uh, but it, like you said, Nick, exciting time. Recruiting is definitely fun again in Gainesville and looking forward to, to this journey with you guys. Yes, sir. Incoming facts from Stadium and Gale.